We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. All right, Hannah, how are you? I'm all right. I'm in a residence in right now. I'm in Burbank, California. It's like a great place to have a warm bottle of vodka. That's what it feels like. I feel like I'm waiting for a custody battle of kids I don't know if I have. Honestly, I love warm vodka. Cold vodka makes me want to puke. Whenever I drink vodka cold, it's like thick. It feels like I'm like drinking like gasoline or lube. I've never drank either, but I imagine it would be similar. But the warm vodka just goes right down. Warm vodka makes me think of blacking out on a game day for USC. I mean, just Hannah. Like handle pulls. When you're drinking, every day is game day. Should we start our recording? Yeah, I hit record this time. Chloe and I recorded, you know, a pickup of, because we did an interview with Ryan, and um, I was so high from the night before. We recorded for an hour, and I didn't fucking hit record. Yeah, you did. <laughs> but that was now fun. you're in Vermont. I guess you've always been in Vermont, but now you're actually horseback riding. Yes, now I'm north, more northern Vermont. I really wanted to go to Canada, because I'm not that far from Montreal, but we did, the border is closed because of this virus or something. Yeah. Also, could you get into Canada? Yeah, yeah. I don't have any UAs. Oh, nice. Last night, I had a bit of a mental breakdown. Why? I didn't want to text you it because I knew you were uh, you're filming your special. Yeah. So I was like, all right, I'm not going to make anything about me. You know, obviously. Oh, sorry. Thanks. I didn't know Why? you Why? Were... Don't say sorry. No, 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 no. It wasn't like a, a real one. It was just like literally after I wrote all day, I was just like, I, I didn't feel funny. Like that I just felt really, really relaxed and not funny at all. And I was just like, wow, I just quit comedy in my head. <laughs> yeah, but I think that that happens every time. That happens when you write. I feel like you spend a whole day writing and you're like, is any of this even fucking funny? No, I didn't. I didn't write at all. I said riding. I was riding a horse. Riding. I thought you were writing. I, I was, was like, yeah, I was yeah, like, no. when have I ever in my life spent a whole day writing? Never. <laughs> I was like, that's great. <laughs> I'm like, wait, what? No, I was just like rode all day. And then I came home and I was tired and I had no anxiety. And I was just like, huh. I was like, I think I just quit comedy. It was really weird. And then I was just like getting really manic. I was like, I got to get rid of my apartment. I'm never going to stand up. You were like filming your special. And I was like, I couldn't do that. I was like, I don't think I could get on stage. Like so much pressure. And there's an audience. Yeah, but I was feeling that way before the special, like even before the offer came in, I was like, I like having my nights. Like I was like hanging out with friends. I was having dinner with my parents in a way that I was like, when I go back to like the real world, do I really want to do stand up? Like that was consuming so many of my nights. But then when I filmed the special, I was like, oh my God, yeah, this is so much fun. And, oh, really? And, yeah. And like there were moments in my set that bombed. I had three jokes that like did not hit. And then I was like, fuck. But yeah, no, I, I don't mind bombing. I'm just like, I feel like I've just been like very like relaxed and I'm like 
the ups and downs of comedy, the nerves before you get on stage and getting on stage and doing well, then not doing well, then getting off stage. I just was thinking about it. I'm like, oh, I'm too tired. But I guess it's just because I haven't done it in a long time. I bet it's just like anal. You know, you're like, ah, I don't want to. And then you do it. You're like, oh, I miss this. No, it's not like anal. Every time I'm like, nope, 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 no, 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 no. <laughs> Screaming. That's what the audience does when you tell a joke. <laughs> They're like, stop, stop. That's like when I'm like, I'm like, how about a rape joke? And everyone's like, no. I know. The guy told my manager, yeah, she got a little dark at the end. We're probably going to cut some of that. Because I got really dark. And then I fucking talked about the herpes shit. And like, originally, it bombed. The crowd, like, tensed up. Wait, last night? Yeah. And then I was like, well, don't get too tense on me. Like, that's how you get an outbreak. Because I know some of you fucking have it. And then that's when they, like, started, like, getting on board. Did you do that off the cuff? Yeah. I kind of had to, like, uh, adjust and, like, kind of go off the cuff. Because I was like, fuck. Like, I can't just do jokes about herpes in a way. I have to be, like, acknowledge how awkward it is. But, uh, no, it was fun. It was fun to do stand-up. I, I felt the same way as you. Like, maybe I don't want to do stand-up. And then when I was up there, I was like, yeah, I love this. It's so fun. That's awesome. I just haven't really had that white light um, because the only stand-up I've done since March would be on my open mic. But you had fun doing that. I did have fun. Someone just sent me a meme. Mm, some of y'all idiots snorting cocaine that's been cut with 50 different toxic chemicals with a rolled-up bill that's been choked up a stripper's ass crack and you walking around town with a mask on scared because you're scared of COVID-19. <laughs> <laughs> who sent you that? My friend who has three kids. Moms are fun. Okay, so there has been bear in my house. No, bear in the woods by my house. And I was going up there to hang out. And so I downloaded something on my phone to scare away the bears. But Hannah thinks it was dumb. You think it was stupid, right? I think it's hilarious. I mean, like, stupid. Like, I was in danger. Yeah, I don't think it would have worked. So I was like, there's these black bears that, really big bears that are hanging outside my house. And it's where I like to lock. And so I was like, all right, I got this. So I downloaded this sound. <laughs> and it's just like <laughs> I don't know bears are scared of DJs <laughs> yeah is it a female bear because yeah she might be like fuck a DJ and no thank you was it a bear with a trust fund because if it was he would love he would run towards that DJ music <laughs> the bear's like okay okay OVG <laughs> that air horn is so funny when I was uh, I was gonna do America's Got Talent <clears throat> thank god I did not end up doing that they Why me. didn't you? They cut me uh, last minute. Oh. Um, but they were like, what do you want your walkout music to be? And I said, straight air horns. It's hilarious. Aren't you <laughs> so happy you didn't do that show? Holy shit, I'm so happy I didn't do that show. Why? Just because you would be embarrassed to be on it? Yeah. It's like not my demo. I'm not trying to lose to a 10-year-old who plays a flute. <laughs> Wait, who's your crazy bitch of the week? Yeah, I just say he's eight-year-old, so I was just babysitting. An eight-year-old girl, I was just babysitting. She asked me if I had a boyfriend, and when I told her I didn't, she said all men cheat, and then she told me I should get a tracking device. She said after the first date, eight-year-old told me, I need to get a tracking dice device and put it on him, and then I'll know. What will you know? Where he is, if he's a liar. Are her parents divorced, I guess? I think so, I guess. I mean, yeah, no kid would be like, you should put a tracking device after a guy, on a guy after a first date if she didn't have some sort of trauma in her own family. I, had, I didn't even know where to, I was like, I don't know where to get one. She's just like, never heard of Amazon? And I was like, <laughs> What do you touch in? First date tracking device? Human <laughs> tracking device? <laughs> Did it make you want to have kids watching kids? Oh. Mm. I don't know if we've discussed this before, but I have a, um, I have an IUD. And it's been expired since May 2019. <laughs> it's still in there. I can't believe you haven't had that removed. There's a pandemic. So if you have an expired IUD, have you Googled what that could do or? I have been speaking a lot of Klingon. A what? Nanu, Nanu. Oh, it's what they speak in Star Trek. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, so what are you doing tonight? Nothing. I have no plans. You feel, you feel good after your special? I felt really good last night. Like I was like really happy with the way things went. And before I was like, I felt like I was not ready. I was like, I don't know why I'm doing this. I felt like, I'm like, I haven't been doing as long as these other comics. I felt like maybe I wasn't ready and that everyone was like, why the fuck is she here? But that was also all in my head. Yeah. Like, I mean, that's how I'm feeling right now. 
I mean, I think right now at every just like I'm not gonna do stand up for a while. Again, like a girl who works on the show, I know her through the comedy store. She works at the comedy store. She books. And she was like, yeah, next time you're in LA, like contact me. And I was like, oh, I'm actually here all the month of August. And she was like, oh, n- no, we're not opening until like 2021. I meant like next year. Yeah, so clubs aren't opening until 2021. Huh. You said, you told me that October there'll be a vaccine and everyone will be, it'll, it'll all be open. I didn't say it'll all be open, but I did say they're hoping to have a vaccine by October. I wonder how we get that. Do you think comedians get it first? I think comedians get it last. <laughs> they're the least essential. You know what? Uh, I watched the other night, I watched Sleepless in Seattle. I'd never seen it before. Have you seen it? Yeah, it's great. <laughs> that, my crazy bitch of the week is fucking Meg Ryan in that movie. What does she do? She's insane. She's married, she's engaged to a guy in Baltimore. She hears a guy's kid on the radio in Seattle. And she I, need, writing- I, I, I need to watch this. Yeah, I haven't seen this in, in like 10 years, Anna. So she starts writing the kid letters and then she's like stalking this guy. She hires a PI to stalk him to see what he looks like. And then she goes out to Seattle and stalks him. And then they end up together. And I'm like, this is like spewing the most bullshit. And then they're like, why did that woman stalk that guy? Why'd she wear a diaper and drive all the way to Florida to see him? And I'm like, cause fucking sleepless in Seattle makes you think that it could work out. <laughs> I just couldn't believe she hired a private investigator, stalked him and his son in Seattle, and then, like, the whole time she's saying to her friend, she's like, is this weird? Do you think I'm crazy? And her friend was like, the craziest part is, it's not crazy. And I was like, this is insane. This is fucking insane. And this is why women are insane. Hey, I'm very stable. <laughs> Probably because I've never seen the film. I would literally love to drink a bottle of vodka right now. Dude, it's because I, I get so triggered. I, I read, I'm working on like a play that's all about rehab and I was reading it today and it's like my diary entries from all these rehabs and I'm on like so many pills and like fucking running away and I'm nuts. And normally I think a normal human would read that and be like, oh my God, I have such a problem. Like can't drink again. I read that and I'm like, whew, I miss this. <laughs> I mean, reading does make me want to drink because I'd rather do anything else. I'm trying to be a reader. I just like can't get into a book. I watched Bridget Jones's diary today. That's how bad I didn't want to read my book. What's your book? It's called The Pisces. That's more yeah. broader. Yeah, it's about like sex addiction or something. Yeah, that's a good book. I'm so pumped about reading right now. I'm reading right now. I'm reading The Count of Monte Cristo. And it's my favorite book ever. I haven't read it in like 10 years, but I forgot it's like 1300 pages. Why is it your favorite book? So you can say you read a 1300 page book. No, I just, I love the story. It's so good. It's like a comeback Wait, sorry, story. Really quick. Can you make sure the mic doesn't hit your clothes? Cause I noticed that in the last one, it's like, it makes this weird sound and it's like hitting your collar. Hitting your collar. <laughs> I'm the collar. one who has to edit this shit, could, dude. Could and it's like, collars? it sounds like you're eating fucking candy bars. That was one time. Is that better? Oh, Andrew, yeah, it's better. Andrew got puffy sleeves on. You're really just fucking. This is my St. Christopher. I wear this for protection. I bought it because I knew I was going horseback riding. Do you wear a helmet? Yeah. Just be careful, you know? Yeah. I don't want to Christopher, Christopher Hawkins this. <laughs> is that his name? Stephen Hawking? I was getting Christopher Reeves mixed with Stephen <laughs> Hawking. Hey, they're yeah. both superheroes to me. <laughs> yeah, I just, I'm not like a thrill seeker in that way. Like, I don't like horses. My mom got epilepsy from skiing. So, like, growing up, we weren't allowed really to ski. We'd just, from, like, hitting like, her head? Yeah, she used to do jumps and shit. So, wow. we weren't allowed to ski growing up. And I just didn't care. Oh, I love skiing. It's my favorite sport. It's just, like, the only thing my family ever does together. Yeah, I my, mean, if I was good, I it would be fun. But I'm not actually, good. My little Pizza brother- pie say say goodbye is all I know how to do. Pizza pie, say goodbye. And uh, what is it? Hot dog and pizza? No, French fries and pizza. That's all I know. Oh, yeah, yeah. I never did ski school. How'd you learn? It just comes with boarding school. You just know. Uh, No, we just like (laughs) skied with my dad. And my dad's just like a, my dad's just like a really big skier. And he was just like, all right, kids, just go. And we would be like eight. And he would just like bring us on black diamonds. And we would just be crying, just falling down the hill. And we grew (laughs) up skiing in Vermont. So you ski on ice. So, like, if you ever go, when you ski west, I, like, didn't probably ski west till I was, like, 11, and it's just all powder, and you're, like, this is amazing, because, like, I'm just used to, like, skiing on ice. I always wanted to be good at surfing. I'm just not good at it. 
I just am so scared of everything. Like, I'm so such a scaredy cat that I, like, didn't really want to try surfing. Because I was, what? like, my boyfriend tried to teach me in college. Oh. And we went out for, like, two hours. And I was just, like, I suck at this. Oh, and he was, like, you need core strength to surf. And I was, like, all right, now you're just making it worse. Yeah. Maybe I went to surf too. camp in ninth grade with my friends. We went out to San Clemente, California, or San Clemente. It was such a joke. The hottest guys there. But we were like right? 13. We were like 13. They were in the surf camp too. They're so hot. It's crazy there are like hot kids in Southern California. I mean, not that I like like kids, but like it. I wow. feel like when I went to USC and all these kids from like Orange County, I'd be like, you actually do look like you're in a CW show. Like I thought yeah. that was Well, them. they probably think the same thing if they come to the East Coast and they see like these super waspy people they're like is this a joke is this gossip girl uh, i mean i went to a public high school and like everyone just looked like high schoolers you know not television high schoolers so everyone was like a six yeah and Ooh. i still wasn't asked to prom i didn't go to a real prom either ours was called senior dance did you have a date yeah my boyfriend emerson remember when uh i was insane yesterday and i told you that i was convinced that me and this other guy were gonna be together I like truly didn't know if you were fucking with me. I was so serious. It's concerning. But then I told you the straw that broke the back of the camel was, uh, I said, how are your shows? And he texted me back a YouTube video of the guy farting into a microphone at Costco. And I was like, oh, wow, you're actually not interested in me. Like that's the most friend zoning message I've ever gotten. That's why I think like anytime a boy texts me and they're like, hey, I'm just going to send them a fart video. And they're going to be like, yeah, this girl doesn't like me. But I texted him before that. I said, fuck my life. Can you just tell me I'm cute? <laughs> this poor guy. Aw. Actually, he probably loves the attention. Oh, he loves it. Wow, Hannah, bad news. So what? Peter Green, Fleetwood Mac co-founder, dead. I know. Wow. Everyone tells me I look like Stevie Nicks. Oh, right, let me look her up. Yeah, I can see that when she's younger, not older. Yeah, thank you. Thanks for clarifying. This one? Yeah, like I kind of do look like her. I mean, that's not. I look, I look identical to the older sister in Poltergeist. Dominique Dunn. It is shocking. It's a good thing we're doing a podcast and not a television show then, huh? <laughs> Stevie Nicks and Dominique Dunn. Oh my God, you look so much like her. And you're wearing her outfit. <laughs> Isn't that weird? Yeah, that is scary. I always find it interesting when you meet, like, two so, Megans who don't know each other. Like, you meet them in different situations, and they have the same mannerisms and kind of act the same, and they look the same. And you're like, is this their alternate universe person? Do you know what I'm is saying? like a Megan thing? No, it's like, it, I'm just saying, like, the same name. Like, I mean, Amanda in New York, and then I meet one in L.A., and they're similar, and they look similar, and they have the same mannerisms. It's always yeah. very creepy to me. Also, like, if your name is Kesha, you have AIDS. <laughs> <laughs> Does Kesha have AIDS? No. I don't know. There's I'm no way. What is Kesha's real name? I'm not her doctor. Okay? I thought maybe Miss City MD, you would have some insight. I spent a lot of time at City MD. What's going to be your fall winter 2020 look? I don't know. I just got these fucking pink cowboy boots that I'm pretty stoked about. Oh, uh, yeah. You're pretty stoked, dude. Why are you being mean to me? I don't I'm know. not. It's just a Cali word. Those boots are decadent. To, to quote Tucker Carlson, decadent. You wanted them. You were like, where'd you get them? Yeah, 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 yeah. I do. I do want them still. And then you spent two hours with your mom at J. Crew, and all of a sudden you're fucking. Okay, first of all, J. Crew is gross. I only went there for basics. I would okay. never buy a fashion item from there. And this is a kid's size 16 dress. Brag about it. But, um, yeah, I'm overweight right now, but it's fine. You're wearing a kid's clothing. I look You're like I look like old. Kate Winslet when she was in high school. Kate Winslet. Yeah, you don't. Was she that in high school? Obviously. I was gonna go to the pool today at this hotel, but there are so many fucking kids at this pool. I couldn't. They're all you know doing cannonballs. They're doing fucking butterfly stroke. I'm like, I, I can't be around that. I'm just gonna be splashed. And they, they all scream, you know, when they jump in the pool. Like, why do you have to scream and do a cannonball? Everything about a kid at a pool is just a nightmare. So, how many kids do you want? <laughs> I, well, I, I I'm not gonna take them to the pool. I'm just going to keep them inside. Maybe I don't want kids. You're right. Fuck. I feel like you would love to be a housewife. Mm, I'd get bored, I think. I just would like to be a housewife just for drinking. Because I feel like if I was a housewife, I could drink. No, you couldn't. Oh, if I was just a housewife in Connecticut, I would just be blacked out the whole time. I think you would get bored of that really quick. I would really... Especially when your husband left you. 
that's what I was talking to my brother about. I was like, if I ever have like a boyfriend and a family, I mean, a husband and a family, oh, I'm not that progressive. If I ever a husband and a family and I decide to start drinking again, they'll be gone within a week. <laughs> they'll never be back. He was like, for sure. I was like, I will lose them so fast. He's like, oh yeah, you'd be done. Yeah, I, uh, I've i gone on dates where I've been like <laughs> sober and then like the third or fourth date, I drink too much and I just never hear from them again. I'd be like, that's weird, right? My friend was like, oh. I mean, you did fall asleep at the dinner table, so it's not that weird. And I'm like, I mean, that happens to me all the time. I always drink on the third date. If I just <laughs> waited to the fourth date, I would have had him as my boyfriend. No, that's not how that works. Yeah, it is. <laughs> Chloe, you are delusional. And I mean that with love. I'm telling you, three dates and you guys are together forever. So when's the last time you got to three dates? It's been a really long time. <laughs> <laughs> well, the guy who called me cute, we only made it to two. And then that guy, Henry, we went on like a few dates, one, two, three, probably went on like four dates or five dates. And then- Okay, what year was that? 2018. I guess I haven't been on a date since, wow. I haven't been on a date since November. And that was the first date I went on in two years. Oh, I did go on another date. I went on a date with that skateboarder this quarantine in the park. He picked me up at my apartment. We met on Tinder and then we went to McCarran Park and he gave me a skateboard as his seat. And he gave me beers out of his backpack. And then we sat there and we talked. And then he told me he got herpes in Paris. And, and then he, he said, got a girlfriend. He has a girlfriend. And I commented on his photo the other day, Roll Tide. <laughs> He's an amazing skateboarder. Yeah, you send me his videos. I'm like, this is a guy you went on one date with. And Chloe's sending me his skateboard videos. I'm like, I could give I wanna, two I didn't, I didn't want to date him after we decided to be friends. Yeah, no, you told me that. I knew that. I just wanted to join his crew because he has hot friends. Did but, he? Yeah, he has like hot skateboard friends. And he told me I could like hang with the boys. And he said he would invite me to the couch. And the couch is outside the bathrooms at McCarran Park. They call it the couch. And you get invited and you sit there and you drink beers and you rip on hipsters. How old is this guy? 32. 30? No, he's 30. <laughs> <laughs> the fact that he has like a spot outside a public bathroom that the you couch. have to get invited to. Chloe, he's 30 years old. He told me his favorite bar is called Midbridge Bar. It's in the middle of the Williamsburg Bridge, and you sit on the ledge, and you just crush drinks. Your taste in men is interesting. Makes no sense. Mm -mm. Did you hear there's a hurricane coming to Texas called Hurricane Hannah? It's spelled like my name. I love that. I and had Nick six people text me being like, yo, a hurricane's coming to Texas, and it's H-N-N-A. And I'm like, I got it. I ruined lives. I got it. That was my nickname in high school, Hurricane Chloe. We called uh, our friend who was from New Orleans Hurricane Tara because she <laughs> uh, <laughs> was from New Orleans and also was, she was great, but like she was crazy. Yeah. And she had this thing called, have you ever done a Hurricane Katrina shot? No. What is it? So you throw water in someone's face, they take a shot, and then you slap them across the face. Oh my god, that's so fun. <laughs> yeah, I, we used to do them in uh, college. I got banned from this fraternity at SMU for making Hurricane Katrina jokes. Which fraternity? Fidel. They're all like from New Orleans. And I kept making her, this is so embarrassing. Whenever I take Xanax, I tell everyone to Google me. <laughs> And I was like on Xanax and they threw me out of the house and I was like, Google me. <laughs> and all that comes up is like, I won a soccer tournament when I was 11. Oh, Ryan's in here. <laughs> Ryan. Hey, connecting his audio. I know. I don't know what's going on. Hi. Oh, there There's a boy. Yo, like, guys. Hey. Hold on. I have like a whole thing here. Hold on. Let me make it brighter. Check this. Uh, oh, that's his white privilege. Oh, see, that looks good, Chloe. You need one of those. You need oh. a ring light. Dude, it's $5. No, it's not. The I actually... Just because I'm filming today, so I took all my lights down, so I don't have them up right now. But I bought this thing called webcam settings. I tried to find a free one, but it was only $5. Where'd you get this? It's, it's not like a physical device. It's a program. The only program I, I do is alcohol. It sound, I know it sounds crazy to like pay for programs. You're like, what am I? You can get them for free, right? But I tried to find one for free. I spent like three hours, and then I'm like, I would have been paid $1.50 an hour for those three hours that I spent trying to find this. You know. I pay for Facetune, so I get it. Yeah. You can't facetune a one night stand. That's my slogan. It's a catchphrase of mine. <laughs> I got a lot of catchphrases. Closure. What's All up, right. Ryan? Thanks for doing this. We've never met. No, I don't think we met officially. What? It was nice to meet you. No, we never met, yeah. I just I watch mean, your I only... videos. I was watching oh, them with my friend, friend uh, who lives in LA and we were watching them and she's like, Who is this guy? I gotta follow him. Your stuff is so funny. <laughs> really? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, I I I've definitely didn't meet everyone because I was only here for like four months before they shut it down, right? 
Yeah. Are you in New York or are you in Canada? Yeah, I'm still in New York. Yeah. He's a New Yorker. Well, Chloe Ryan, keeps leaving, but I'm a Ryan and I became really best friends right before the hurricane. Yeah, I mean, really, the very, quarantine, very quickly. Whatever the fuck is going on. Yeah, we got a we got a fucking rad little crew. We've been rocking out. Me and Chloe wrestled on the streets. Oh my god, he put me in this wrestling move. What <laughs> it's was called that a called? Figure four. A figure, figure four. Figure four, and you're both laying on the ground, and he locks your legs, and you're laying on your sides. And it was alarming. Also on the street, Ryan, you yeah. I was trying to punch you and you threw me over your shoulder. And I was like trying to punch your back and like strangers yeah, let me be were walking. It's the way that Chloe's telling the story, it's like I was just like abusing her, but like the thirty minutes before was her punching me. <laughs> Wait, Chloe, Chloe are you like, sober during this or no? Me. No. No. Fuck no. You're day drinking, bro. It wasn't I'm Chloe like, punching me and it was the white claw. I'm just like, it's the white claw. <laughs> yeah. Like, hey, come here. And I go, what? And then she just punched me in the stomach. <laughs> and I'm like, all right, this ends well, now. Ryan's obsessed more. with white claw and we might have to cut this, but we went. No, okay, I'm... yeah, we definitely have to cut that. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> Hannah's in charge of um, making us not get canceled. <laughs> That's why Chloe can't get canceled though, because she has her lights so low. It looks like a proof of life video. They could be like, that could be anybody. What's what's it like when they put they put the voice changer apps and you know the little faces? That's what you look like. She's the one who's like, we need to start putting video. We can't just put it over a picture that looks bad. And then she shows up today, fucking in dark light. I'm like, yeah, this is gonna be great for the Instagram. It's all I have. It's all the I darkest have. crevice of the mansion. <laughs> Yeah, she texted me all these requests oh, the other night. She was like, hey, do you mind like photoshopping the art a little better? Hey, can you <laughs> cut me a little video? Here. Yeah. Hey, can you do my taxes? I'm on a diet hey, right now that I just can you break up with eating. this guy for me? His name is cocaine. Yeah. <laughs> I love drugs. Oh, they don't love me. So Ryan, <laughs> how are you doing? I'm all right. I'm actually filming with uh, Corinne a little later today. Oh, what are you guys going to film? Um, a sketch. I, I about, like release a sketch on my uh, YouTube every Monday, youtube.com slash Ryan Long Comedy. And one's coming out. Uh, I'm doing one with Corinne today for that. Uh, what's it about? You can't tell us. I can, I can tell you. Who cares? This is, uh, I, you know what's funny? Cause I, so I had like this big video last week. So oh, I like, loved it. Thank you. And all my channels kind of like doubled or whatever. And then I already made another video this week. And I was like, I was, I watched it and I was like, it feels like the wrong one to release. I was like getting stressed out. So I'm like, fuck it, I'm filming a different one. So I came up with this other idea after like lying in bed all night, like thinking about it. But um, you know how the Nickelodeon and like Vice and Vox and all those magazines are like push saying, they keep saying like cartoon characters are gay. Like they'll say, oh, just so you know, like Ernie and Bert are actually gay or like, you know, they keep doing that. So I was doing one about SpongeBob because there was like this big thing last month being like everyone coming out saying he's gay, even though like the original creator is like he's not. So I, I'm making one where SpongeBob's living with his wife and all the articles keep coming out about he's gay. And he's like, I'm not gay. And she's like, how would you like it if your husband, every day you have to read a new article about how he's in the bathhouse as a man. And I'm like, I <laughs> I'm a straight man. Oh, so what? They're just lying? Yes. <laughs> I'm, uh, I follow Truthfinder too on Instagram. It's a conspiracy yeah. theorist. Um, and there is an article that came out and it has a picture of SpongeBob with SpongeBob's driver's license, which is 124 Conk Shell Avenue, which is also the address of Jeffrey Epstein's island. Yeah, I know. That's kind of wild. If it actually is true, though, a lot of times you see these things where they release them and they're like, look, this was in the thing. And then you like look at it and you're like, oh, it wasn't actually. Someone just like fucking did that. Like they released the flight logs recently and like everyone's on it. And you're like, where did these come from? You're like, I don't know. I think a guy just made them. <laughs> yeah, that one was suspicious because it was all on computer. and It was like Chrissy Teigen and like oh, every yeah. celebrity on Twitter or whatever. I was talking to Chrissy Mayer the other day. She's she thinks like uh, Chrissy Teigen's like a pedophile and all that stuff, but or at least really? she's like at least she's suspicious of it. Oh, they were fighting online. Yeah, it was a whole debacle. Chrissy Teigen follows me on Instagram, but I have a, f a theory that she follows comedians on Instagram just so she can like steal their jokes and stuff like that. Oh my god. Yeah, that's what I think. Oh, she, does it, she, isn't she like a judge on the a comedy well, show or something? Yeah, stupid. She fancies herself funny, right? Like, I, I mean, after she's like a model Instagram person. And then like, I guess, what do you do? You're like, Plus oh, I guess I make jokes model. and stuff like that. So she makes like stupid. <laughs> <laughs> so she makes like jokes and crap. And then, but uh, then I watch what she's doing and it's always kind of like the hot thing from like, a, it's essentially like meme humor for three weeks ago. And I'm like, I bet she just follows a lot of Instagram pages and kind of copies them. And I'm, I've kind of noticed that that's like what a lot of those people do. I think you should spend time doing other things. What other things do you think I should do? I think you should work on your, um, your personal relationship to intimacy. You know what the problem is, Chloe? I'm not like a mess. So I actually... <laughs> 
I always like even my you know people in my life will always be like you can't like yeah. act like that or you can't like just work 70 hours a week or whatever it is like it's not healthy and I'm like I'm fine though <clears throat> like I'm fine mentally like I'm not I don't have a problem it's always like some guy like drunk at a bar being like you know that's not good for you what you do and I'm like I think I'm the I think it's the other way around dude I mean I have a lot of problems I could lend you some I, I've been hanging out with the squad we've had a couple we've had some fun nights no I've I've been like doing stuff but like the last little bit i've been kind of just like grinding um remember that night at uh at justin silver's <laughs> yeah i kept spilling everything hannah chloe was fucking so justin silver has got like you know like bachelor furniture you know what i mean like those plastic drawers that you have in college oh i'm saying like finance a... guy bachelor like he's got oh, like, okay, okay. With money it's, like kind of... it's like the couch is so nice it hides the cum yeah he's got like a fucking rug on the ceiling it's like where you'd have an orgy <laughs> you know what i mean <laughs> what does he do uh, he's, he's a comic. A and he does, he's like a dog trainer, and he's like an uh, actor. Had, you know, know Justin, show actor, and stuff like that. Just very funny. He's got all this fancy stuff, and Chloe spilled like five. And I'm pretty bad at spilling, but Chloe spilled like five drinks all over everything in the first like seven minutes. And this, he's getting like intense about it. And then she took a piss while someone was cleaning the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was Danny. No, what happened was Hannah, he gave us this whole lecture about how like he has this one, his best friend, and they've known for each other for 30 years or 15 years. And this man, he's so disrespectful. He comes to his house and leaves a mess and he can't be friends with him anymore. And then two seconds later, I just fall and I drop an entire tequila soda on his couch. So then Justin makes me go in the kitchen and he makes me have a sippy cup for my tequila. And I thought he was bringing me in there to like tell me a secret. And <laughs> tried to kiss him. Tried to kiss Justin in the kitchen. He was oh. making me a sippy cup. What did he do? Did he pull it was just away? Like, he was just like, Chloe? And I was like, oh. Chloe was putting it out there. Sorry. And then uh, the next day I DM'd him. I was like, oh, sorry for trying to kiss you. And he goes, don't worry, princess. It happens all the time. <laughs> <laughs> Where are you, Hannah? Where are you right now? I'm in Burbank, California. She's holding a special for cool. Epics. Oh, you're doing half hour. I was just talking to Vecchione. He's doing that. Okay, cool. Yeah, I uh, didn't know if I should do it because I haven't had stamp in five months. No, I mean, that's a yeah. he was saying the same thing. He's trying to get spots and stuff. I mean, that's that's a fucking tough one. That's gonna be but it's fun. like, so it's, it's 30 minutes and they come out as like 23 to 25. And then like seven minutes of it is interviews. So I'm like, it's really only 15 okay. minutes. Yeah. What are you going to okay. talk about in your interview? What do they know, ask like, you? They're like, how, when did you realize you were going to be a comedian? Well, I talked about the improv show that my brother came to and I looked out and I was doing so bad. He has his face between his hands because I was bombing so hard at this improv show. Nice. Oh, I used to do improv at UCB. I got let go, but I used to get so fucked up before the shows and I got like- <laughs> Give me kicked. a suggestion. Do cocaine. Yeah, no, I got kicked Party out improv. because <laughs> the, the, you're supposed to always yes and. And people would say like, oh my God, look at all this traffic on the way to grandma's house. <laughs> I don't and see I'd, any traffic. I would just say, <laughs> no. And then and then they would say, Chloe, yes, and I say, I'm not enabling this guy who's not funny. And <laughs> I got kicked out. I but, went to um, the improv class. This guy was like, uh, his suggestion was, uh, thank you for coming out to the audition for Oz. Now, can you give us your best rape impression? <laughs> like, you wanted me to yeah. get raped in the scene. So I started to bend oh over. And the teacher, like, stopped us and was like, <laughs> you can't ask a woman to get raped. She was also like, to me, she was like, why would you start to get raped? And I was like, because I was yes and yes, <laughs> I was yeah. trying to be, she was like, you know, if we were in a show, you shouldn't have like started to bend over. And I was like, well, I, okay, rule, what rule are we following? I can't get raped or yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I can't yes Is and. It yes and, except for, then yeah. well, then make those lists. Yeah, don't fucking have yeah. these rules. The only rules, rules, if it's rape, you have to say no, like legally. <laughs> oh. I always, uh, to make it a little softer, I always Have you ever raped anyone, Ryan? I have not, but I have. <laughs> Like he's gonna people. say it on this podcast. Ryan, you're supposed yeah. to yes and. <laughs> I've raped with my bad jokes on stage. They go. I've raped people's ears with my fucking comedy. You ever go home with a girl so busted you wake up and you just feel like you raped yourself? <laughs> <laughs> I've had that happen where, like, uh, when I was uh, younger. I was like, I fucking passed out, like fully. I, I, this is how drunk I was. I was at like a party in college, and I like fell down the stairs naked. That's what that's. What, and then my friends put me in bed, and then I then my friends walked into my room, and there was like a chick like on top of me trying to have sex with me, trying to like get me hard and that shit like that. Pretty funny. Do you think that I don't Ooh. even know? 
Would that's you? not even rape. That's just what's written on the back of a 30 round. I mean, it is. It's just not <laughs> like as bad. You know, it's not that like whatever. It didn't put it didn't affect me. That's for whatever. It was like, it was more just like a funny thing. We're like, that was a pretty weird move of her. <laughs> of <laughs> Did you wake up next to her or was she gone? I didn't wake up. Like my friends told me. <laughs> no, no, I know. But like the next morning when you woke up, was she there? Yeah, no, she was not. So you, it might have never happened. No, it did happen because there was used like <laughs> condoms of her trying to put condoms on. So <laughs> passed out, fucking soft dick. <laughs> so bad, dude. It's like a person I know. I always like I see her on Facebook and stuff. I'm always like, hey, you fucking, you little worm. <laughs> did you ever talk to her after that, or just nothing? Yeah, I, I didn't like. It was more just like I don't know. Maybe she was drunk too. I mean. Uh, Maybe she was drunk too. <laughs> it was like I mean, again, it was nothing that like affected me one way or the other. It was more just like it was like a funny joke between me and my friends, but it was more just like what a weirdo. You know, it's so funny. If that was like that, a like, guy doing that to a girl, like obviously yeah, it would not be. The that's same what I was thing. gonna say. Like a male reaction to no, that. No, it's not the same thing. It's very different. Shia LaBeouf claims he got raped during a performance art show he was in. Yeah, I mean, I've had that stuff too. I remember when we were like in the band. Like girls used to like come all the time on stage and like grab your dicks and stuff, but like you just think it's like cool. I got accused of rape. <laughs> what? I was accused of rape in college. Really? No way. What happened? Yeah. So it was this guy Lawson. We were best friends. Like we did everything together. Literally best friends. And then we like took all this Xanax one night and like just were so blacked out. And I woke up and he was in my bed, in my twin bed. And I like jumped out of bed and I said, I don't remember anything. And then he goes, Well, you raped me. And I was like, oh. And then I went to his roommate, Carl, and I knocked on the door and I was like, Carl, Lawson told me I raped him. And he goes, Lawson came in the room and asked me if I had condoms last night. <laughs> <laughs> he told everyone at the bar, he's like, she's a rapist. And I was like, oh. Really? <laughs> he's like 6'3". Well, maybe after he took his beer goggles off, he remembered it a little differently. <laughs> Hell yeah, dude. I'd like try to make out with guys at a bar when I was like blacked out and they were just like, they just like kind of held my head, you know, like you do to a kid who's like trying to swing and do punches. Just give you the Taitomi facial. <laughs> yeah. You, you know that reference? He's a hockey player. He used to get in a lot of fights and he put the glove in the face. My brother used to do it to me all the time. Taitomi facial! He's got a big mitt on him too. Hell yeah, he does. I've only, one time my boyfriend kind of hit me, but not really. What happened was- Really? Yeah, How did we his, get here? His name was Stuart and he had a, a lot of dimples and a cocaine problem. And uh, I took the lighter out of his hand when we were outside smoking a cigarette and we we're in a group of people and I took it and he got mad and he just slapped my back really hard. And everyone was like, oh, and I was like, ah. <laughs> I had the opposite where like, um, me and my chick were just drunk and like, I accidentally like uh, one of those things where like I turned around too fast and like kind of elbowed her or something like that. But she was really drunk, so she started crying, and then everyone just kind of came around and saw her crying. And then she had a, like a like her lip was bleeding around. All, a group of guys was like, "Yo, what the fuck happened?" And I was like, "It was like an accident." Like tell them, and she was like, "I I don't even know." Like she wouldn't like tell them like, "No, this is like my boyfriend." Like he actually did it, but she because she was like, "Well, I don't know. Whatever, like whatever happens, happens." Like she was so mad. At me. <laughs> Because we were already like kind of arguing about something. She's like fucking hanging me out to dry. I'm like, you fucking tell them I didn't fucking hit you. And she like, what? She wouldn't do it. She was just like, well, fucking maybe the beach, maybe you deserve to get beat up. And I'm like, for no, I don't. My friend went to jail in nice. quarantine because he got drunk and broke into the wrong apartment. So he like blacked in in jail and he thought he was in quarantine. Yeah, and he thought he was in the bar bathroom. That's what he said. He's he was like, "That's weird. There's no handle on this bathroom." And then he realized he was in prison. But or how, which is the one that's you're in? So how for long like, is he in you're prison? You're in jail. For? Jail, and then prison is when you go Jail's for a long the, time. Yeah. So jail. So jail. He was in jail, jail for forty eight hours. You can be in oh, okay. jail for up to three weeks. Have you ever done those? I've done. Thanks. I've done like a million of those. Like the or not a million, but like seven. The drunk drunk tanks. I've done three. Yeah. He said that the guy next to him was like, you ever like go to threaten to stab your bitch and then you accidentally stab her? He really? was like, it, he meant to threaten her, but he actually did it. And that's why he was in prison. That threatened a cop. <laughs> <laughs> no, I've never almost went to went to prison, but I did when I was in DC doing standup, this police officer was like, oh my God, you're Hannah Dickinson, you're a comedian. And I was like, oh my God, yeah. And he was like, I pulled you out of a bar uh, two years ago. And you were like, I'm a fucking comedian. Like, you don't know me. <laughs> <laughs> so I thought he like recognized me from the internet. And he was just like fully. Dude, that one time after a show, these uh, girls came up to me and they're like, hey, Chloe, right? And I was like, yeah. I thought they're gonna be like, I loved your set. They're like, can we bum a cigarette? Damn. 
I was once uh, letting the air out of a cop's tire as like when I was like peak crazy, like maybe like 1920. Me and my friends were letting the air out of a cop's tire and the guy came as we were doing and he was like, dude, what the fuck? All right. Like get on the ground. Like, <laughs> just like immediately. <laughs> and it was one of those things where we were like straight up red handed and we we're just like, all right, I guess let's do this. How many times have you been to jail? I don't know, seven. Do you want to know a crazy story that I was just thinking about the other day? Because I was talking about cops because of all the stuff that's been happening or whatever. Wait, what's story, been happening? Um, uh, the, <laughs> the village people the village people kicked the cop out of the village people. So <laughs> I love that. Unrelated one. to anything going on. So <laughs> it just got me got me thinking. But this is what we used to live beside these like gangster dudes in our old house. Like I lived with a bunch of like fucking musician dudes in this house in Toronto. And then the beside us with like a house full of like drug dealers and shit you know so one time the cops came to the wrong house and did a raid in the middle of the night so i was there was five of us lived there there was like a chick in my bed like a couple of like friends had girls over like shit like that yeah whoa, 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 whoa. Oh, yeah, yeah and yeah. i probably even had sex with her um, <laughs> oh yeah there's a chick in my bed once. i don't mean to brag but i fingered her um <laughs> that's sick. there's a chick lying in my bed she's sleeping freshly fingered <laughs> um so <laughs> So the cops, five in the morning, break down the door, doing a fucking late night raid with guns, with the pointers that are like the red uh, dot that goes on your uh, whatever. They came, they bust down the door and they break, they come in with guns and they're like, everyone get on the floor, blah, blah. And so they do this, they put us on the floor, put the girls in handcuffs, bring, it's a winter in Canada too. So they bring everyone else out on the curb. They prayed us all out, like everyone's wearing, you know, like half their clothes or whatever. They all eight of us or whatever on the curb with handcuffs on, freezing, it's five in the morning. They're yelling and screaming at us this and that they tear up our mattresses all the drawers throw them everywhere and then they're like all right like which one of you is this and we're like what's going on is this like and he's like we come uh, we got a report that there's like this at seven abs and we're like this is five abs street and he goes ah shit <laughs> charlie we got the wrong house <laughs> or some shit like that and by this time the drug dealers all fucking heard all the commotion and got the fuck out of there so they they fucking tore apart our house, like threw all these like, you know, 20 year old chicks around or whatever, because they got the wrong house and they didn't even apologize either. They're like, all right, well, good. Like keep, don't be in drug dealers. Bye. <laughs> they got back in their cops cars and just left. And that was the end. That's it. That's never, never heard anything about it or nothing. I'm actually shocked you didn't have any drugs in your house. I don't know. We might have had drugs in our house, but like I, they weren't looking for like a fucking, you know, like, <laughs> yeah, like a, a gram of weed. Of coke, no, yeah. they were looking for like fucking, you know, like a pound of cocaine and guns. You know what I mean? So they like confiscate like a bag of Molly and you're like, oh, saving that for a VG. <laughs> yeah. yeah, to be completely honest, like if I, I think even more so than drugs in those scenarios, they're looking for fucking guns. You don't, they don't have to pay for that? That's so wild to me. I don't even know. Who would I even call? Like, hey, the police? Like, the police? Uh, can, can you give me money? Like, for fucking what happened? Like, I, what do you think I wouldn't even like know where to start. Like, you think they have, like, a cleaning service? I mean, if you go to jail and if you're wrongly accused, you get millions of dollars, right? And right. so it should be like, if they go and fuck up your house, you should get some money. That's yeah, a great I mean, idea. We, we, we definitely had these conversations, like, you know, at the time, being like, we should be getting something from this, right? <laughs> but... I I mean, I don't know. You look up like police lawyer. You call him. You're like, I don't know. Cops busted in my house. Like, can we get some money? And and then Canada, you have to pay the lawyer first. Like, you can't work on commission. So it's like, I don't know. What if we just dropped fucking ten grand on a lawyer and then lost? I I don't know. I just it was one of that's those fair. things. Where I don't know. <laughs> I wonder if that's the worst one night stand the girls ever had. I feel like I've had worse than that. Yeah, like, I'm not. I can't remember <laughs> if any of them were one night stands. To be completely honest, your Ryan been, like, is a kind of a romantic. Oh, you are. <laughs> No, I just, I don't know. I couldn't tell by the cutoff sleeves. <laughs> Every time Ryan and I are on a podcast, I ask him if he believes in love. <laughs> every oh, you time. do every time, yeah. <laughs> do you believe in love? No, oh. not, not in the traditional way no, that like, he Chloe describes it. How do I describe it, Ryan? I would love for both of you to say what I think love well, is. Why don't you let the gonna... listeners know how you describe it? Um, I think love is when a guy says to you, I'm genuinely not interested in you. And you say, and you say to him, and you don't let you, it go. And you say to him, you're lying to yeah, yourself. That's love. 
Wait, what do you what do you think? I would love also this? by the way, I've only heard this from Chloe. Imagine I was like talking to Shane, I'm like, that's pretty funny, like you and Chloe all of this. And he goes, What? I've never even talked to Chloe on text. <laughs> <laughs> he would. Tell Ryan what your high school boyfriend did to you with the texting. This is fucked. The one who would delete the messages. Oh yeah, in high school this you? guy would be like, Oh, I like you, like I like you so much and then to his friends, he'd be like, Hannah's crazy and then delete like his messages, you know? in the text because right. you can delete the ones you write and then he'd show his That's friends brilliant. the text of like all blue from <laughs> Hannah. That is brilliant. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. And then I would, yeah, lose my Girls can do shit. that on like Instagram right now. I mean, it were girls and guys, but you could like really make someone look crazy publicly, you know what I mean? By fucking doctoring yeah. it like that. But I guess if the other person still had it, they could post the receipts of the original. Yeah, I think it's a little hard to do now, but... I mean, it's also just like, it wasn't internet. It was just, just like showing his friends and his friends would be like, you're crazy. Wait, the boy that I did like, well, I actually didn't like him, the one in LA. Um, what does this mean, Ryan? So he told me that I'm the most hated person in Los Angeles, that I'm a dumb cunt and I should choke on a dick because we got in a huge fight. And he said he wanted nothing to do with me. Then I see on Instagram, a couple of days later, he's wearing my merch. <laughs> he's wearing my massive Clojo shirt. I was like, what the fuck is going on? Honestly, that guy is so fucked up, like, on alcohol and drugs. He probably didn't know what he was wearing. <laughs> if I'm being honest. I, feel I, like I, was... I saw that and I was like, he's obsessed. I wore a fucking side bitch t-shirt to go get my gynecologist to get my STD results not realizing. So, shit. Yeah, I got my diagnosis and I was like, wow, start crying in a side bitch t-shirt. <laughs> it was a rough, it was a rough week, oh. to say the least. No, so what's your, now I'm curious, what's your definition of love? Ryan. Well, you haven't told me yours yet. I don't know. I don't know. I think. Right. So, I mean, I again, truly... though, so it's like people kind of say, I mean, that's probably a good starting point for like my problem with it is that everyone's like, oh, it's this thing that you like everyone should know. And you kind of there's this definition, but like no one can explain one to me. And all they do is like generally when people try to explain to you what that is, they just explain to you like physical feelings that you like kind of have at the beginning when you first meet someone that is essentially like chemical feelings like so i mean if you want if someone gave me like a reasonable definition like okay we'll say that love is like this place you get to with someone where you know so and so this and this and this happens and you're willing to like make sacrifice i don't know i don't know what it would be but the the definition that anyone ever gives me doesn't make sense so i've it's not that i uh don't agree with it it's just i don't even i've never been given a definition that makes any sense or like holds up logically i have but have you ever you. had a feeling for someone where you would like do anything for them or like yeah, but would... that could be infatuation that could be a lot of things just yeah, like it's just so it's like that the evidence true. doesn't support the theory it's like the thing where you go you know what i mean it's like if you said oh loves like when you would get angry and you're like have you ever got angry see that's love and you're like or it wasn't like you know what i mean or it was something else like i think can... love is if he hits you and you come back <laughs> but Wait. like when you talk about that like infatuation of like fuck that's all that like if i've also heard people say that no love's something deeper than that like i think that society can't like it's one of those like love's looked at as almost this like godly religious thing where you just kind of like need to accept that it exists in like a certain way and don't question it and if you do question it you make yourself look like a psychopath but <clears throat> if you actually make someone like defend from first principles like what love is it never seems to like check out so are you single or you have a girlfriend he is a really yeah, serious girlfriend like we've been like dating off and on, or like dating for a while but like it's only gotten like more serious and like we're like dating dating in like the last like couple months i guess i'm really happy for you that's great yeah, okay so i was watching this movie with owen wilson yesterday and he asked his um he's a professional baseball player and he asked his teammates how do you know you're in love and one of them said when you start using condoms with other girls <laughs> ryan i hooked up with a girl oh nice one la after korean barbecue i went on a bit of a fucking tear when i moved to new york a butthole tear a bit of a dude's butt tear <laughs> a dude's butt tear it's a hectic lifestyle. It's fucking, <laughs> dude, the fucking like juggling chicks lifestyle is just very hard to get anything done. It's so like too much. So hard oh, to juggle. So hard for you, huh? To get anything done. I mean, <laughs> well, you're being you... serious. You were juggling women. Well, yeah. I mean, I don't know if you're like dating people and like, let's say you're dating like four chicks or whatever, or, like the fuck. And then wow. you got like girls meshing. You'd be like, hey, what's more like this and that. And you got like four people and you kind of like feel like i don't know maybe because i'm too much like maybe i give too much of a shit but it's like without if you don't want to be a dick you kind of feel like you're like owe them responses or whatever so you're kind of like uh having these like mental investments in all these different people and setting up dates and 
I don't. To me, it's just like it's. I was like, that's too much for my like lifestyle right now. For how I've, I've right never now. juggled anything like that, I. except for a one you time. You got to a fucking pimp like me. <laughs> well, no, I did something like this one time. Something kind of baller. I give it my all. I okay, him, like, I give listen. one guy my all, and he's like, "This yeah. is too much." Hannah, you Hannah <laughs> tells me I don't try at all with guys, and I try so hard. I will <laughs> yeah, text them until I get blocked, and Hannah's like, "You don't try." But texting a guy you know it's not going anywhere over and over and over again, that's not trying. It's you know it's not going mechanism. anywhere. We're friends. She's like almost like purposely muddling it up to give herself an excuse. Like, uh, yeah. you know what I mean? Like you're like, oh, like I'm making, I made like a joke of this thing. Like obviously like I'm pestering them. They wouldn't be interested. Then you can like justify well, that. Well, then I'll be like, <laughs> then I'll be like, okay, then fine. I'll just leave you alone forever. And then they're like, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, like, no, everyone likes you, Chloe. No, I actually, I blocked this really annoying French guy named Sebastian. He was so annoying. I he, think he fell in love with me because on our second date, I shotgunned a Red Bull to show him I was cool. And he was like obsessed with me. And he would like, he, he came to my apartment, right? With a croissant in the morning. He's like, I know you love croissants. He showed up and I was like, I got to break up with this fucking guy. And so I was on FaceTime with my friend. I put my phone on FaceTime on the mantle and we sat on the sofa and she filmed it and I broke up with him. See, yeah, that's not trying. He liked you and you didn't like him because he liked you. He was like weird. He was like, I don't want to have sex because I don't want to ruin it. I was like, no, that when any guy says that, that's not the reason. There's like what, more going what on. What does that mean? I mean, it I means he has herpes. I mean, I could give you a list of three reasons. One, maybe he like did coke or like or any other reason why he thinks he can't get it up that night. Two, he's got a girlfriend. And he thinks that like that's that's the reason why he might not want to. Um, <laughs> a lot of reasons like that, but none of none of the reasons are that they <laughs> actually want to take it slow. <laughs> Dude, the first time I ever had sex, so it was like I'm four, and no, I, I was. <laughs> oh, was at Michael right? Jackson's house. Yeah, so Dancing. I started. So me and this chick, we started having sex, and then like, um, so literally, I like put the condom on. And then basically as soon as I like inserted, I like busted immediately. And then I kind of pulled out and I was like, honestly, we're moving too fast. I just don't think we should do this. <laughs> I like And I pulled it off and like didn't let her know. And I was like, I just feel like, you know, my, like my parents are here. This just feels like the wrong time for us to do our first time. And I just been this whole fucking hour long ball of yarn. And she was like, okay, I guess. Like, whatever. Oh, that's amazing. She probably oh. went home and told her friends, like, I don't know why he doesn't want to have sex with me. Like, what oh, did she, I do wrong? For sure. Oh, 100%. And honestly, knowing like, because I was more of like a psychopath then, I probably would have leaned into that too. Like, if you could do some different things, this would be better for us. I probably, <laughs> I probably did like fucking push it that way because. It, but like, like, if you could, if you could lose are, like two pounds, maybe like go 15? blonde. What? Uh, Hannah, when did you? Didn't you lose yours uh, like a, a week ago? Me, yeah, <laughs> three dudes. <laughs> it's hard to tell which one actually gets the card because it was all like a blur. <laughs> Honestly, that's true. Because the first time you're like, did that count? He wasn't really high. I had two of those. I, I, I swear to God, at that time, I really do think that. I go, did that count? I like legitimately like tapped my dick into the like as if you're tapping like a a, car, a debit card. That's like the equivalent of what that sex was. <laughs> no, I had sex with this guy. My my last time Virginia, I was like 19. I was in a basement. Of a house. Maybe I was 18. And uh, in the basement this, of a frat house. Yeah, my friends were Todd. like, "You're a virgin? No, no, you're losing it tonight." And I was They're like, "That right. guy's name is Todd. He's really creepy. Just walk over <laughs> to him. You don't have to say yeah, anything." Yeah, his name was Ian. He had glasses. Like, so then we're in the basement, and, and like, <laughs> he couldn't get hard. And I was like, "This isn't really working. I don't think it's real." But then I got a UTI, which you get from sex. So then I went to the gynecologist and he was like, I hate to burst your bubble, but your hymen's still intact. So you, my friend, are still a virgin. So I was like, I don't How know. How fucking good is it? Or like, not, sorry, not good, bad is it to be the guy that fucked you and couldn't break your hymen? <laughs> Holy shit. Like, that, if I ever found out one of my boys fucked a girl and her hymen was still intact, you would you, never live that down. Is that, that why my friend request is still pending, you think? Yeah. Do you think that it's called a, hy a hymen because it's your vagina? Be no, like, it's just like man. a no, it's Hi, a Jewish, man. It's Welcome. A thing. <laughs> when I lost my virginity, I gotta be quiet because the family's here. Um, I was so Do they think you're a virgin? Fucking this dude on cocaine. Anyways, yeah. when I lost my so, virginity. So what happened was I was so drunk and I instead of asking, I was like Instead of asking for a condom, I was like, hey, like, do you have a tampon? And he was like, What? Uh, <laughs> That's ridiculous. Fun. I think I have a yeah. UTI because I've had so much sex. 
Yeah. Well, you did masturbate the other day. You told me. To me. Hannah. Hannah. What? No one knows. Not in front of Mr. Long. I'm going to Ryan. <laughs> okay, now I'm curious. So I was like best friends with this guy for like five years. Like when I moved yeah. to New York, he drove me to the airport. Like we just hung out all the time. Uh, a, a bitch. <laughs> well, yeah, but beginning of quarantine, we've always had like this on and off thing, you know, sexually. Yeah. And then at the beginning of quarantine, we were talking every day for like three hours. We we're having weird phone sex. And then he comes on my podcast because he's a comedian, but he's also like doing very well right now. So I feel like he, that's part of it. <laughs> I wish. So he comes on my podcast and he's like, yeah, this girl isn't acting like my girlfriend. And I was like, are you talking about me? And he was like, <laughs> <laughs> he was like, he's like, I'm dating this chick. And she's, yeah, not she's 19. He was getting an Airbnb for them to move in together. And I was like, how did you manage to like, Talk to me every day and build and a why would he go on your podcast and like say that? I know. That's what I said. And then he was he like trying to be an asshole to you? Like that sounds insane. Right? That is fucking wild. You LA people are crazy. That's one of my problems with this, like um the, even the New York scene a little bit. It's like I know everyone does their podcast about their like personal life and stuff like that, but I don't really like do that. Like if I'm dating a chick, I don't want like people to follow me to go bug her and follow her and talk about her and shit. I just don't want that like in my life, but I hang out with like Corinne and these people. It's like, everything's like that. Right. So we're doing podcasts and I was in a scenario where I'm dating a chick and she wasn't quite my girlfriend and we're like almost there, but it's like, it wasn't quite there. Yeah. We hadn't had that conversation. It wasn't like, and then I'm, I'm like doing their podcast and it's like, so what, do you have a girlfriend or not? And then Corinne's there like, oh, so this is Ryan's girlfriend? Are you girlfriend or boyfriend? I go, what are you doing? Like, dude, if one of my friends, like there was a dude from where I'm from did that, it was like, I wouldn't talk to you for a week. I'm just like this crazy, like openness that everyone has about this stuff. I mean, now we don't talk. So it's like, we're not friends anymore, but like- Oh my God. It's fucked me up so much. Insane, yeah. I mean, it, that, would bu that would bum me out. Cause it's like disrespectful on like a few different levels. <laughs> Right. Well, doesn't have the respect to like say that. So just so you know, I'm like dating someone. If you want to talk about that on the podcast, it might get weird. Like knowing what you've been doing. But you are right with the time thing. I mean, it goes back to what I was saying before. I watched some dudes that like are kind of, uh, you know, I get it if you're like a dude that has some deal where like you got a chick and then every, you know, fucking once in a while you're like cooking up with another chick or whatever. But like the guys that are like legit juggling like a couple girlfriends and you go. That is three full-time jobs. It is insane. And then you're like, how do you get anything done? And they're going to like, I don't. <laughs> That's what he said. He was like, well, Hannah, I don't have a job right now. Like that was his excuse for what was I, happening. I don't know, man. That is crazy. And no, now I'm in I mean, LA and he lives in LA. So it's so like, fucked well, me up. No, I, I don't get know. that. That is like super stressful. But I mean, if anything, you're kind of like, there is something to be said about the idea that if that's like how that person operates, like good that you don't have to fucking like, you know, didn't deal go down like a well, just not even deal with it, but like you didn't take it further, and you be the person that he's talking to someone else three day, three hours a day. It was always in my head like whatever he has herpes, and then I was like rebounding. You know, I went out with this guy a few times, and then that guy gave me herpes, and I was like, damn, this is just meant to be. <sighs> it it does feel like fate in a weird way, huh? True love, it's true love. So it was just like back to back bullets. Yeah, one it was to funny. the heart, one to the pussy. Taking well, L's. I, they I haven't was, solved that herpes situation yet. I feel like right. Well, I know why they yeah. haven't solved it is because um, the government and the big pharma. A lot of people think <laughs> it's just a conspiracy theory. Oh, that it actually exists. There are none. They think it's just like cold sores. It's not like a real thing. No, like that. no, no, no. Those don't even exist. It's a conspiracy. Kind of like how Corona's fake. Oh, top to bottom, like from like the, the like yeah. the invisible Chinese virus. It's just so pharmaceutical companies can make money. Herpes from is the not inside right. out. It's a lie. Yeah. Well, Hannah, so what to... was on my vagina? I can send you a pic right now. Maybe you could dissect that for me. It's an optical illusion. <laughs> really? Because <laughs> it felt like I was walking through shards of glass. It's not called oh getting herpes. God. It's called getting David Blaine. <laughs> um, wait, so Hannah used to always be like, oh, he sucks, right? I'd be like, yeah, he sucks. He has herpes. And then she's like, I got herpes. I'm like, I think you guys are meant to be. <laughs> right. So that's why you were almost like, you know, that's why it's extra bad. You're like, well, we could have been. No, truly. That's why it was like the only thing I had over him and all my friends were like, maybe you guys are meant to be and i'm like because we both have fucking herpes like no well maybe this guy will br uh, break up with his other one and then you can be the girl that he moves into an airbnb with and text someone else if i was dating a chick like right now and she was like i mean i wouldn't have said this like 10 years ago but like now i'm 34 if i was dating a girl and she was like 
talking to another guy three hours a day, like a part of me would be like, sweet. <laughs> like, oh, wait, so you could like deal with that guy. I'll deal with all your shit. And then you can just like, I can just take the. Yeah, but part. I had to listen to him cry about his parents' divorce for two yeah, hours. Exa exactly what I'm saying. She like I that guy can listen to my chick cry about her parents' divorce for two hours. Yeah, but I got the bad oh, end yeah. of the I shit. know. I didn't give I'm saying, I, I got the, the fucking divorce. I don't want to be the I don't want to be the fucking side guy. I'm saying I wouldn't mind for my chick to have a side guy that's of her emotional support. That's Basically. great. Yeah. Well, I, I was, send him my way because apparently yeah. that's all I'm good for. If you get fucking, if you get like a, you catch your girl cheating and you call the guy and you're like, listen, can you take her Saturday? <laughs> I mean, maybe that's what I am to these guys, you know? Yeah. Maybe that's what we all are to everybody. <laughs> Just a side piece of meat. Just an emotional <sighs> toilet. Ryan, how long have you lived in New York? I moved there like mid-September. Wow, what a bad time. I guess not really. You got a few months in, I guess. No, you you were right the first time. That's bad. <laughs> it was not. That sucks. It what made you choose New York over LA? Um, a few reasons. One is that I felt like I could uh, make it work in L in New York with just how good I was at stand up. Whereas LA, I felt like that wouldn't have worked. Like if in LA, it it kind of feels like it doesn't matter how um, good you are if you're not famous and all my stuff in Canada, no one really cares about. So I just didn't think I'd be able to like work just on pure skill here. And then also I thought there's a better like counterculture and like the podcast scene here, in my opinion, is better in like New York, like places like the stand and stuff like that. I feel like is kind of like where the energy is for what I consider like the hub of good comedy right now. How so you're yeah. racist. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. LA is more of like, you know, get in line, get your lottery ticket. Like I went, you know, I've worked in like traditional television, but I, I've looked when I saw it in New York, I kind of looked, I saw like, you know, 10 people that were like doing what I'm doing. They were making lots of money. They were touring, they're filling seats. They have a big podcast. They're making videos, like doing all that stuff, stand up. And I kind of saw it and I was like, I think if I came here, I could do that. So you're doing I, it, Ryan. Yeah, it worked. You also got like pretty quick. You got a good circle of comic friends, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I kind of like. Uh, Quarantine right. really strengthened our crew. Hannah, you could join it when you come back. <laughs> Dude, I like the people in New York. They're just, they're a little fucking like meaner, you know? Like LA people, like everyone. They're mean to your like, face. In LA, they're mean behind your back. Yeah, yeah. That's a very good way to describe it. Like, you're right. They're very like kind people here, but everyone's like. It's almost like this is the best way to describe it. It's like here there's like sad boy energy, but everyone's like comedy is actually pretty badass. The art that they make is like very good in my opinion, but they're like have some like sad boy artist energy and like the classic cliches a little bit. But in L.A., everyone's like overly confident, the opposite of that. But then their art's fucking garbage. And I'm like kind of in the middle because I don't think I'm like a sad boy, but I hopefully I'm not just making garbage. <laughs> you think boys only like girls that are really confident? Or is that a rumor? I don't know. I don't know. No. You are so I, confident. She goes no, back and forth. Yeah, yeah I don't know if she's kidding but, or not. Yeah, I, neither do I. That's what I mean. It's great. I, but I feel like I need some of your... You need a little well, bit Well, that's what I do. I, like, show up at comedy clubs. I'm just like, hey, can I do five? And they're like, okay. That's what I mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, oh, you, right, you have confidence. Right. They're like, okay, you, you psycho. Because it doesn't feel like you're fucking, like... Anytime, I don't know if this is going to sound like a, a bad thing or a good thing, but like whatever. anytime you like want something, it's easier for you to get it and it doesn't feel weird giving it to you because you feel like you deserve it. And I think that is something that people <laughs> could like take from you. Honestly, I don't mean that in like, but you know what I mean? Like there is, yeah. when you go up and like you, you, the way you just described it, it's like, hey, like fucking, I want this thing. It's like you feel like you belong or deserve it. It doesn't feel like you're like, hey, am I, would, I, would this be weird if I got a spot? And they're like, who the fuck's this person? They're like, this person like kind of seems like I should be doing that because it just felt like, you know, make it feel like normal. I know. I like send in my avails to clubs and apologize. I'm like, hey, so sorry, oh. but like, here are my avails. <laughs> and Chloe's like, get me on the stage right now. They're yeah. like, okay. No, Hannah and I were out to dinner and she was like, oh, I have a spot at Stand Up New York. I was like, oh, I'll do it tonight too. She was like, but you're not on it. I was like, oh, let me just call them. I just called the club and I was like, hey, it's Chloe LeBranch. I'm going to do five on the 10. And they're like, <laughs> they're like, uh, okay. And I was like, all right, I'll be there soon. <laughs> I had to switch into that. I'm not naturally that. But when I came to New York, I had to kind of be like, all right, like go to club owners. Like, hey, just like trust me. Like give me, put me on stage. I'm telling you I'll be fucking better than your comedians. Like well, I had to like kind of have do. that energy. You just got to go in there and crush. Yeah, and but yeah, I had to uh, like 
get on stage first. But. Or even at Gotham, they'll be like, uh, who are you? I'm, I'm, I was like, I'm sorry, I'm performing all the way in the bathroom. They're like, okay, <laughs> like, what are you? No, <laughs> I'm I've, so got sorry, little, yeah. I've got a little bit of that energy too, but like, I had to, I had, yeah, when you move to a new place, you got to a little bit like assert yourself or else you just, you won't make any friends and you won't get on stage, you know? Yeah, but I do feel like it's a, it's a negative thing with women. I, I don't know. Maybe not. Maybe that's just me internalizing my own misogyny. I don't it know. It also depends on who you like, like, I mean, you know, like Chloe and Corinne, like all the pe women that I liked here, like, like Corinne Fisher or whatever, like that's the one thing that like immediately I liked about her is that she was like fucking bitching everyone around. So I don't Karen, know. And Karen too. Yeah, like I like I like chicks that are like that. So I don't know. Maybe some people feel like that, but like the people that yeah. I was drawn to were like kind of. I like people that you feel like they don't need you or anything. So I think there's like a, a attractive quality for that. Yeah, you're like that's you, the thing. they don't need you. Like they, I guess we could be friends, but like they don't fucking like not gonna affect them one way or the other. I like people that are like self-sustaining. Well, you know, one of my friends said this to me and she was just like, when I, I was posting jokes and they started to like go viral on Instagram, I was getting like 100,000 views and I had like a thousand followers. It was like so right. random. And I was asking one of my friends who's like a comic and she's like really successful. I was like, these people are telling me I'm not funny. Like people are commenting. And she was just like, honestly, Chloe, like the one thing she's like, when people like talk shit to me online, she's like, the one thing I know is that I'm funny and no one could take that away from me. Yeah. So that's why I've just started approaching things and I'm just like, I'm it's funny. True, like, you can call right. me, you can call me like not hot. You can tell me I'm a psycho, but like, you can never tell me I'm not funny. Yeah. Because like, that's one thing I have. Yeah. I used to think about that with stand up with other things. It was like, they could take away your shows. They could take away this, but like, they can't take away the fact that you're good at doing this. Like if you're like a runner, and you're like, okay, I run a fucking 10 minute, like I run a mile in six minutes or whatever. Like that's a fact, right? So like there is some degree of it where it's a fact. And if you start like just finding the metrics of how to judge yourself, then you're not, you're no longer like, it's not based on your confidence or you're not confidence. You're like, you know, how much laughs do I get? How am I, did I do better than this person? You just mm -hmm. actually look at it like a real fucking science. And then you, you don't have to get your fucking ego. Yeah, I mean, it's like, that's why I don't mind when I bomb. Cause when I bomb, it just makes me feel human. <laughs> you feel like the rest of you fucking suckers <laughs> that kick so much ass listen honestly it, it, it was just i like being in the dog pit for a couple i just days. like i feel human i feel human <laughs> I, fucking I gotta go though guys I'm, yeah I'm gonna, same I'm thanks for doing it i just got really busy too ryan yeah it was good um, to meet you too uh, hey, Ryan, call you in five minutes. Love you so much. Thanks for doing the pod. <laughs> Don't call me. I got, I'm in a rush. Ryan Long comedy, the boys cast with Ryan Long. Hell yeah. Peace. Ryan Long for president 2020. Bye, Ryan. Bye. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.